Hi, welcome back to another Dear Laura, and I'm super excited that you're here. If you are new here, uh, welcome. This is an episode where I answer questions from dental team members and doctors. If you are have been around and listened to past episodes, welcome back. And today we're going to jump into um, a couple topics. One's going to be about last-minute hygiene cancellations, and then the second one is about insurance and patients focused on insurance. So Let's talk about our first question. I have an issue in my practice where we have a lot of patients canceling last minute for hygiene. Is there anything I can do about it besides charging a fee? Okay, so I believe that there is three different types of cancellations that we have in the dental office. One is new patient cancellations, which I'll talk about that in a future episode. One is doctor production cancellations, which I can talk about in a future episode. But specifically, hygiene cancellations have their own issue, their own um, thing we need to adapt. So it's a little different than the other one. So let me jump into hygiene cancellations and my thoughts behind it. With doctor cancellations and with new patient cancellations, it's more about their commitment to show up for the appointment um, based off of pain and need. With hygiene cancellations, Patients aren't necessarily motivated to come get their cleanings. They're not, um, they, they, they booked the appointment six months ago, four months ago. It's kind of on their schedule. It, they should go, right, to get a cleaning. But when the time comes for the patient to come to the actual appointment, it's not a high priority for them. Um, it's just a cleaning. We all heard that, right? It's just a cleaning. And the situation about it or the scenario many times for these patients are when they're looking at the cleaning appointment in their schedule and they're also looking at everyday life, um, other things come up. Girlfriend asks them to lunch. They've got a business meeting. They've got to go take their kid somewhere. And so we are low on the priority. They cancel their appointment with us last minute. Now, it's just reality because dental, we getting a cleaning is not necessarily something that's high priority for most patients. On the flip side, inside of our office, we need to change our philosophy because we also are not making it a priority for the patients. And what I mean by that is we have trained our patients over the years to that it's okay to cancel or no show or not no show, but it's okay to cancel their appointment. Meaning when they call and they say, I can't make my appointment tomorrow. I have something that just came up. Can I reschedule the appointment? We're we're kind of going, are you sure you can't make it? Okay, well, let's go ahead and get you rescheduled. We have an appointment Friday, appointment Monday, and we're, we're, we're making it very easy for them to cancel. Let's flip it outside of dental for a minute and take it to other industries. For all the women listening on here, all the husbands who have women in their lives, when we try to cancel, why do we not cancel with our hairdressers? Because we know when we try to cancel with our hairdresser, they're not going to have another appointment available for weeks and weeks. And if we cancel, they're going to say, awesome, we'll see you in two months because we don't have an, I don't have anything else available. We don't do that in the dental industry because we, we make it so easy for them to reschedule their appointments. We make it very lax. Now, on the flip side, many of us have been burned so much that we now charge cancellations, right? Or we char charge fees. On the flip side, we think we're going to solve the problem with a cancellation fee. I don't think that solves the problem. I don't think people pay a cancellation fee and say, well, I'll never cancel again. And I totally understand 
and it it you know no big deal i'll pay it and I, i'll show up next time i think cancellation fees either people don't pay it because they're upset and now we have an ar problem or they pay it and they're disgruntled and maybe don't come back to the practice so i don't think cancellation fees fix the problem what i think needs to happen in hygiene is we really need to change our philosophy of how we prioritize cleaning appointments hygiene appointments and we need to change our verbal skills with our patients. We need to make our patients understand that when we put the time in the schedule for you, we send you an email in the future before your appointment. We confirm it with you. We make sure that you know it's in your schedule. You know, you can change it a week or two before if it doesn't work for you. But once you've confirmed this appointment, you need to come to the appointment. Like we've reserved this time for you. And when the patient tries to cancel last minute, we need to not make it so easy to cancel. We need to train our team with the verbal skills that need to, they need to say to the patient and the agreement from the patient that they're not going to do this again. Like if they cancel again last minute, or if they need to reschedule again last minute, we can only do this one or two times. And in the future, we're not going to reschedule you. We need an agreement with the patient verbally between the team member and the patient to say, listen, this needs to be your last time because the next time you do this, I might not be able to reschedule you. And there's a whole training I have on that with front office rocks because it takes practice, right? And it doesn't change overnight. This is, we've kind of built this up over the years and it's, it's going to take a while to clean this up if we've kind of built this culture where it's okay to cancel or, or last minute reschedule. And then we need to have some teeth in it. And what I mean by that is we need to truly stop letting our patients reschedule last minute, no show last minute. Like if we're telling your patients you can't do this anymore and they continue to do it at some point, you guys need to draw the line in the sand and say, listen, I can no longer pre-appoint you. You can go on a same day list. You can call us the day of, but I can't keep giving you appointments if you're not going to show up for them. So again, that's a high level philosophy about hygiene cancellations, last minute um, cancellations. It is a cultural change and is definitely something you need to train your team on. Um, and everybody on the team needs to be on the same page because if one person is being very clear with patients about not being allowed to continue to cancel last minute, but somebody else is being lax about it, the patient's going to always continue to do it and, and get away with it. So you really need a philosophy change and then you really need to be training your team to be able to have the right verbal skills to talk to the patients about it. So. That's my thought on hygiene. Uh, it literally is something that we have kind of trained our team or our patients that it's okay to do. And it's really not. Now, I know some people, I don't train, I don't tell my patients it's okay. I'm not saying that we're saying it's okay to cancel, but I do think that we are being very casual about it. And we need to really define what is our policy and then follow through on it. And when we follow through on it, we can retrain our patients that it's not okay to cancel last minute in our hygiene schedule, okay? So that's my thought on that one. Now I have another question actually from the same practice who says, how do you handle insurance-focused patients? Love this question. Um, I believe that patients know two things when they're coming to the dental office. They know their pocketbook and they know their insurance book. They know how much money they have and want to spend on dentistry, which is usually not much. And they know they have this insurance book from their 
employer that says, here's what our insurance covers. That's the two things they know. And so when patients are coming to the practice, when they're having conversations with us, they're having them from the perspective of insurance book and pocketbook. That doesn't mean they don't care about their teeth. That doesn't mean they don't um, value taking care of their teeth. They just don't have the same knowledge we have when it comes to their teeth, when it comes to their dental health. So most of the time, patients are going to lead with something insurance or money related because that's what they know, right? So the new patient call, when they call in, they're going to say, do you take my insurance and how much is a crown? When we sit down and present a treatment plan, they're going to say, well, what does my insurance cover? That is what they know and that is what they lead with. Now, we take it as everyone's focused on insurance. All of our patients are worried about insurance. And though they do start with that, that doesn't mean they don't care about their teeth or their dental health. It's just the first thing they know. It's the first question they need to address. It's the first, you know, well, what about my insurance? Well, how much is this going to cost, right? It's, it's the beginning of the buying cycle, okay? It's the first thing that people think of is like, well, I wonder what that costs when they're considering to buy something. Now, I talk about team members again. I bring a lot of my training inside because like, what does that mean internally within our four walls in our practice? We have to look at how we are talking about insurance in the practice also. I talk about um, dental teams being insurance driven versus insurance savvy. We need to know about insurance. We need to be able to have conversations about insurance. We need to understand in and on network. We need to understand about deductible and co-pays. But many times practices become insurance driven. And what I mean by that is we lead our conversations and our treatment plans and our presentations with insurance. Um, I know an office is insurance driven when the first, second, or third question out of your mouth when a new patient calls is what insurance do you have? Or do you have dental insurance that we can verify for you? You haven't even asked them why they're calling or what they need today. We're asking about insurance. When we look in the huddle and we see there's a new patient and we're like, awesome, we have a new patient today. What insurance do they have, right? Well, we go to put a treatment plan together and, and before we put a treatment plan, we find out how much do they have remaining. These are all insurance-driven questions and conversations. So when we do it also, when we're driven by insurance that way, our conversations with our patients are also driven by insurance. I mean, honestly, when you ask a new patient, what insurance do you have? Question number one, two, or three on a new patient call, you are starting the relationship with that patient where insurance is important. And so no wonder when they come in and they wave their insurance book and they're like, but I only want to do what the insurance covers. That makes sense because insurance was how we started that relationship with that patient. So what I would suggest is really first looking internally about how do you and your team discuss and look at insurance? Are you insurance savvy or are you insurance focused? Are you driven by insurance? And then secondly, training your team to understand that patients will always start with how much or does how much does my insurance cover or how much does this cost? I mean, unless they're in pain, they're going to start with insurance or money because that's all they know. And when we understand that, we can then understand why they're asking that, take control of the conversation, address their question, but then move it over to their dental health. Because at the end of the day, we are their dental health care providers 
And we are here to take care of them no matter what the insurance covers or what it's going to cost. Are they all going to say yes? Are they all going to do everything right away that we tell them no? But first, we need to care about them. Understanding insurance is part of the game, but letting them know that we are here to help them keep their teeth for life. So um, again, big, huge questions. One of the things I would say on both of these questions is you've got to train your team. Your team has to be confident in these conversations. Your team has to be comfortable and they're not scripted conversations. You can't give them a script and say, you know, this is what you need to say. They need to understand why patients ask the things they do, why they cancel appointments last minute, why um, they're talking about insurance, you know, when they come in and then take control of the conversation to help the patient understand that insurance is part of the game, that we understand they want to cancel last minute, but in our practice, this is the way things work. We're here to take care of you. We need you to show up and we're going to help you maximize your insurance. But at the end of the day, we are your healthcare providers. And a lot of that is training of your team and doctors to make sure you guys are on the same page with these conversations. So again, thank you for joining, dear Laura. Uh, I'm loving these questions you are sending, though they're they're deep questions. Um, at least I get you thinking and then knowing that at Front Office Rocks, that's what we focus on. And we are over here to help train your team in all of these areas you are bringing. So thank you again for joining. And I look forward to seeing you next time.